Today is November 28th, 2020. This is episode 93 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Now today I want to talk about some of what I hate using the word controversy, but some of the controversy um, regarding the politics circling around the Canadian COVID vaccine deployment plan. And a lot of this, I think, has been hugely overblown. And it's hard to tell because there's a lot of, I mean, it's not just the US, there's a lot of disingenuous politics going on in a lot of places around the world. And, you know, it's the seeds of polarization were sown a long time ago. And there's a lot of, of productive, unfortunately, politics that comes from um, basically just hurling mud at your opponents in politics. And, you know, it is possible for the so in in the Canadian political system, there is a minister for whatever thing, whatever ministry that you are talking about. And the the opposition party usually has or each opposition party usually has a critic for that. Like they, they sit like a counterpart to that minister. That's a critic of whatever they're doing. And usually what ends up happening these days is that those critics end up literally just being critics and they end up just slinging mud at that minister for whatever they do. Like the the point of an opposition party is not to oppose anything that the party does. The point of an opposition party is to like, I don't want to say help, but like try to improve what they're doing. And I, I really don't like how politics has basically become one party tries to do something and the other party says what you're doing is bad. Like, honestly, you could, you can like put out your own plan. Like there's so much, there's so little effort involved in saying, oh, your plan sucks in comparison to saying something like, oh, hey, this aspect of your plan is a little weaker than I think it could be. Here's what I would do and laying it out like you can score political points by slinging mud. Like as it turns out, I, I really hate that that's a thing, but you can do it. But you can also probably score political points by having policy suggestions. And I wish I honestly really wish that political parties would work together better in that way. It doesn't have to be a winner take all system where you only get ahead by, like I said, slinging mud at your opponents. And so. Uh, basically what has come into the news recently is a lot of criticism being thrown at the Canadian government, the liberal government right now because of vaccine timing. And I just think the whole conversation is so dumb at a time when we're literally in a worldwide health crisis. What is the benefit? What is, what's the incentive to just be infighting and bickering between political parties? It doesn't make any sense. Um, obviously, Every single person in Canada really wants to know when this vaccine and when these vaccines are coming. Um, and all we know right now is that Health Canada hasn't announced anything about even reviewing these vaccines. Even the FDA has not completed reviewing these vaccines for huge deployment. They've basically filed for emergency use deployment for, I think, just the Pfizer vaccine. Um, now, Health Canada has said recently that they could they are expecting to approve the first set of covid vaccines in canada in the next couple of weeks along the same timeline as the us which i think is supposed to be around kind of first to second week of december that would be when they're they're 
that I think would be the earliest that they're officially approved. Um, and my like when I heard that, my first thought was, how are you? What are you criticizing right now? The assessments are not done. They haven't been approved yet. What, how are you, who are you expecting and how are you expecting them to know when vaccines are going to be available and distributed? It doesn't make any sense. They're not available yet. If they were available, we would start to be able to have a timeline. There's no reason whatsoever to give a timeline if you can't, you don't know that you can stick to it and you can't know that you can stick to it until these vaccines get approved. And honestly, because of that, it feels like all this criticism is just basic misinformation. It's, it's trying to score political points. And like, it just, it's rooted in the fact that that's not how this stuff works. So if the government, the liberal government says we have, even if they're really tentative about it and they don't give, like they give like really, really conservative dates, there's no gain for them doing that because they don't know whether those dates are going to be able to be hit yet. And if you say, yes, the vaccines are coming. And they're going to be available. If you say they're going to be available in December at first, you say they're going to be available January, March, February, um, April, whatever, any date you pick, you're implying in, in making that statement that the vaccines are going to be improve, uh, approved. If, for example, Justin Trudeau came out and said, yes, vaccines are going to be available in February, he is circumventing Health Canada's approval process and basically making it political, which is not. Like, that's not what you want to do. This vaccine should not be political. And if you if you make a statement like that, that implies the vaccines are absolutely definitely going to be approved, you are making it political. And the absolute worst thing politically that could come from that is Justin saying, yes, it'll be available in February. And then suddenly something goes wrong with the approval process. They find something wrong with the data, something wrong with the vaccine. Justin Trudeau, not only does it become political, but he made a mistake and there's no way it's not worth the risk to do that because it's not to giving Canadians a rollout timeline is not going to make this thing come any faster. Health offices and health. Um, oh, what's the word? <sighs> Public health groups around Canada already have plans in place to be able to distribute flu vaccines. They have flu clinics. They have all this kind of stuff. We have a setup to be able to do a vaccination and we already have all the stuff we need to be able to do it we're just waiting on the vaccine itself and honestly the biggest part of this is going to be trying to figure out who is getting vaccine first and people are working on that that's that's what public health is for um but honestly it, it's so disingenuous because if if the vaccine if if you imply that the vaccine is definitely going to be approved by giving a date or even a range of dates before the approval process is done you make the vaccine itself political if the vaccine or vaccines are all are going to be approved, then they are already approved. And until that's true, you can't say it. It doesn't make it like that. That's just the basic thing to me. If you're saying the vaccine will be ready in February, for example, that means they are already approved or you are potentially going to get caught saying something that eventually turns out not to be true. And there's no nothing to gain from that. Personally, I am happy, so happy to wait a little longer. If it means two months, if it means six months, I'm happy to wait longer for a vaccine. If it means that Health Canada, if it means the doctors, epidemiologists, viral specialists, whatever it is, if they have convinced themselves that it is safe and effective. I honestly 
as much as I would love to get the first um, COVID vaccine that like in the world, that would be one thing. I would much, much rather stick it out a little bit longer. We've already got systems in place. Everyone's got systems in place to try and keep themselves safe. Um, or if they haven't, they've accepted the risk that comes along with that, whether they know it or not. Um, I would rather wait a little bit longer, convince ourselves that we have a safe and effective vaccine, get it, and then start. Because it is. It, this is starting down the path of immunity, like herd immunity, and being able to loosen restrictions, being able to see people again, all that stuff. I would much rather wait a little bit longer and be sure that this is safe. Be sure, like, I don't want to take part, any part, in a political vaccine, what party, something that one party says is safe and the other party says is not, or it, so one, the one party says is ready and the other party says is not. I don't want to take part in that. And I don't want my government to be doing that with a vaccine. It should not be political at all. I'm really glad that the Trudeau government has been doing it the way it is. And it's as simple as that for me. Um, yes. I will, the other point that's been that's come up is that Canada does not have a huge vaccine manufacturing pipeline. As true as that is, I don't think it necessarily like it's it's specifically the manufacturing that they're talking about here. So being able to make the vaccine in large quantities itself, um, Canada has played a large part in developing some of the leading vaccine candidates through our research uh, and development um, pipelines. It's literally just the manufacturing part that would be that is at issue here. And honestly, though I think. There's probably a point to that. We we could definitely manufacture our own vaccines here. I don't think it's a major political hit point to call out Canada for not having that. Um, there are lots of countries that don't have a huge manufacturing pipeline for for every single um, industry. And we're learning now that it helps if you can be prepared for that. Like, for example, a PPE manufacturing pipeline, um, a like it helps to be able when when countries lock down and it's really hard to get stuff from other countries um it can help to have your own pipeline for manufacturing these kinds of things and i'm sure that will come but say, criticizing a government for that for something like that now doesn't really make a whole lot of sense honestly and the final point here realistically if the vaccine comes out in december if it comes out in march if it comes out in june uh, or at least if if that's the time that we start getting the vaccine in larger numbers. Remember, there are 35, 37 something million people in Canada. We need two doses each. We have, Canada has ordered 200 plus million doses of various vaccines, all of which will hopefully have some level of effectiveness. And we need at least these like 70, 70 to 74 million doses of vaccine before we all are immunized. Some percentage of people are not going to be able to be immunized. Um, whether you're immunocompromised, I'm not sure how it works because mRNA vaccines I know are different than most vaccines in that they don't have even inactivated virus. So it probably is okay for immunocompromised people to take an mRNA vaccine. Um, but we as a country need to be focused on that goal, the long game, not the game of who's going to get the vaccine first and which country is going to get it first. Um, what, No matter when the vaccine rolls out, it doesn't mean that like a week later, sudden things suddenly go back to normal. We necessarily have to wait and be patient. And as hard as it has been for people to do that now, um, between, you know, starting to get fed up with lockdowns and tr wanting to reopen schools and everything in the fall, things are so much worse now overall than they were back then. And we didn't know that they're worse. At least in the spring, it was an unknown how bad it was. 
most places probably in Canada, at least probably ended up being not that bad. Now we know that things are not like really not good in some places. And the worse it is, the longer it's going to take to go back to normal. Because if you have thousands or potentially tens of thousands of active cases, you're anytime you start dealing with vaccine distribution, you're also potentially dealing with exposures, exposing other people to the virus and getting the vaccine, especially getting the one shot. And then the second shot two weeks later is the booster or whatever they call it. Um, you're potentially you're widening the amount of time that people are having to deal with exposure and potentially being uh, engaging in unsafe things, all that kind of stuff, because getting a vaccine doesn't mean you're instantly immune. It takes time and it takes, like I said, there's two doses you need to get for this one. Um, I just want to caution people to saying the moment you get poked in the arm with this vaccine doesn't mean you just go back to hugging babies and licking your friends. Um, it will take probably three to six months after the vaccine gets into, say, the majority, like say we cross the 50% vaccinated threshold, It'll probably still take potentially three to six months before restrictions are completely removed and everything is normal again. If the vaccine proves to be as effective as it is, we don't know, for example, uh, I'm going to end on this note. We don't know that, for example, if getting vaccinated means that you can't transfer the virus from person A who is infected to person B who is not. We just know that it's supposedly it's been shown to be 95, 90 to 95% effective, depending on the vaccine. Um, we just know that it's been shown to prevent severe infection. We don't know what the viral load is like if you do get it. Um, but don't have any symptoms, all of that stuff. So um, this is all still to be determined. Anyways, the point, the moral of this whole story is I don't want a political vaccine. I don't want discussions around the distribution of the vaccine to be political. So honestly, I think one of the greatest things that um, the liberal government did this week is say, as much as I don't like the military industrial complex, putting uh, the head of the military in charge of vaccine distribution or one of the, not necessarily the head of the military, but a, a military official in charge of vaccine distribution plans is a great move because it takes it out of the hands of any political party. It puts it in the hands of somebody who clearly, whether or not I agree with war and um, fighting and conflicts and all of that, that person clearly has experience and knows how to do precise, very organized distribution of people and supplies, because that is what the military is all about. And so honestly, I think that's a great decision. All of that having been said, I'm going to leave this here for now. I'm very frustrated that the vaccine debate is getting political now, but of course it is because everything is these days. I'm going to leave it there for now. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.